This podcast is brought to you by My Wedding Professionals. A group of award-winning suppliers and experts for your wedding day. Hello and welcome to this latest podcast for My Wedding Professionals. We are a group of multi-award-winning wedding suppliers based in Kent from whom you can find all your wedding essentials from cosmetics to cards, photos to fabulous cakes and anything you need for a great wedding. I am Peter Thompson, professional Toastmaster, and once again I will be chatting with one of our own experts to give you some ideas, inspiration and options for your very special wedding day. And I hope that you will find this informative, interesting and even amusing. And today I'm delighted to be speaking to Dan Lee from the Captured Picture Company. Welcome, Dan, and thank you for speaking to me. Hi, Peter. How's it going? You all right? Very well indeed. Um, So, Dan, can I start by asking you, what exactly is it you do? Oh, the million-dollar question straight away. Uh, Yeah, so I'm I'm a wedding videographer, so similar to a photographer, I, I do pretty much the same thing, but I, I capture moving image instead. So I film, film the process in moving image of your day, capture the sound, and then go through everything from the bridal preps, the ceremony, the speeches, into your, your first dance and party, and to present it all uh, in, in a couple of different wedding films. Fabulous. So I guess, Dan, that some people listening to this will already be looking for a videographer and will want to hear specific details of your services. And some perhaps will not really know what to expect from a wedding videographer. So how would you explain, first of all, to someone not familiar with wedding videos, how they are essentially different to traditional wedding photographs, for example? Cool. I mean, yeah, absolutely. Um, quite, quite a big difference. I mean, both uh, a photographer and videographer, we, we, we shoot similar things, similar moments, but the way that the end result of them are quite different. I mean, a, a photo is, is, is a moment frozen in time. So I guess your mind can, can fill in the blanks or create a story around an image, you know, so someone waving could a sort of person waving could look like they're waving, but actually they could be shouting at someone else in reality at their kids or something, you know. Um, but with uh, video or film, there's no hiding from it because that person is moving, that person is speaking, you know. So, so I guess it, I don't want to say it gives a more truthful um, impression, but it just gives another, another angle, you know, to, to actually hear and, and see that person move and speak, I think is, 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 adds another dimension is it's, it's it's very truthful do you think videos replace wedding photographs and wedding albums no no i don't know because personally if i you know if i was getting married but i'm not because i am already <laughs> um I, I would get both you know so it's I, I think they're both really important hand in hand because they're both consumed in different ways i guess a photo can be printed and put up on the wall in in any way and um wedding films have to be consumed on you know like on your mobile or or your, your tv it requires a bit more kit um now that i think they work hand in hand to, together okay so you mentioned sound earlier obviously there is sound 
on a video recording, how do you ensure that you capture sound effectively? Because, of course, the wedding may be inside or outside and in a whole range of different situations. Yeah, well, I would say sound is, is, is the biggest part of, I think, videography and filming that people don't realise about. I worked with a director once and he told me that um, sound is 50% of what you see, actually. And I was, the first time he said that, I was like, yeah, no. <laughs> but actually, uh, he was absolutely right. Because you can have a beautiful image. You can have your, you know, crystal clear, loads of, you know, cinematic graded footage. But if the sound is off and sounds echoey or, or anything like that, the, the, the image degrades, you know, it, it doesn't work. So you have to ensure that the sound is, meets the same standard as, as, as your video to make the whole production work. So, yeah, it's, it's, it's a really difficult part. It's, I think it's, yeah, it's one part that people don't realise uh, how much work you have to put into. So on critical sound moments in the day, which are the ceremony and the speeches, you need to ensure that you get clear, clean sound, as I'm sure Tim knows everything about, you know. So that means making sure that you're... Your prime talent, which would be the groom or the, the the vicar or the registrar, is mic'd up. So so you get options. Um, you must always get backup sound of your prime sources in case they don't work. Then otherwise you're dead. So you also have to lay out like a, another third sound source, a, re- a recorder or something as well, to to back you up in case. Uh, I think you should always kind of take the attitude that something's going to fail and then and then in the final edit you kind of mix all of this together and then it really feels like a really strong production in terms of um in in terms of uh uh kind of environment this does happen this has happened to me recently that um when you shoot outdoors the situation changes again especially if it's a windy day because all the mics can totally blow through all the wind noise so you kind of have to make sure that there's dead cats or like, you know, the, the fluffy pads on them to kind of protect it from the wind. So, yeah, it's, it's, a, it's a hazardous job doing sound. Well, you're still smiling, uh, so, <laughs> so you're handling it well. Um, so, Dan, we're talking about sound. Can couples choose particular music to add into their wedding video? In general, if, if they really, really want to use a specific soundtrack, they can, they can use it. The only thing that comes into uh, issues are um, social media copyrights. So if couples have a really, like a, a commercial song that they want to use, then most of the time, you know, uh, social media platforms like YouTube, Facebook won't allow this kind of music. So if, if they want to play it privately, you know, and, and not share it so, social socially online then i think they can do that no problem uh in general i have been picking the music for the couples based on uh their personalities how the day went and then i kind of select the soundtrack that i think works and suits their wedding the best uh this is like uh, by no mean an easy task so i i've access to a lot of libraries of music that you have to that takes hours, you know, to, to go through and find the right track, the right emotions, the right pacing and the mood to kind of help create the story in, in their films. Okay. So I think I picked up the answer a minute ago. 
Can couples share the video you create on Instagram and other social media platforms? Yes, absolutely. Yeah. Um, so the, the, the films that I produce are meant to be shared um, online. So they get uh, the full length documentary, which could be quite a long film. Um, and then the main one is the highlights film, which is about five minutes long. And then that, that has the best moments of the day that they can share with all their friends and the family. And then I also do like a 30 second teaser for Instagram, specifically for Instagram as well, that they can share that fits that square that, that kind of works specifically for that format. I was going to ask you, uh, what does a typical wedding video look like? Is it just replaying the day as it unfolds in chronological order or do you mix it up and make a piece of artwork out of it? Hopefully the latter. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, it, it's really difficult. And I think that's, that's why the edit is, is painstaking because it, it all comes down to the storytelling and, and how that's told. I think it is easy to just, as you said, do a chronological edit. And if I did it like that, my life would be much simpler. But if you want to make something a bit more kind of unique, then what I create is, is I use audio from weddings and I create mini, mini sections within mini sections of the movie. So, and, and, and kind of time displace stuff. So for example, you know, you might see a bit of the wedding at the very start and then it comes in at the end. You might see uh, a speech, you know, during the, 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 the speeches, you know, right at the start. And then, so, so you, it, it's a weird thing um, shuffling the, the order of a day. But if you do it carefully, you, you, it can be quite seamless. And I think it, it makes it stand out a bit better. So, so it's a bit like sometimes you see on a television program where, uh, in effect, scenes uh, go backwards and forwards in time. Yeah, absolutely. Just like Tenet, but better. Sorry? <laughs> Just like <laughs> Tenet, but better. <laughs> uh, yeah, it, 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 it's really difficult because um, you, you don't necessarily know that you can shuffle or, or place a certain scene in time next to another one. So it does require it a little bit of playing and, and, and working. But I guess the more you do it, the more you, you realise what you can work next to each other. And what works. Yeah, yeah. So, so you, you know, you can have the couple meet earlier on in your film. Because I guess if you were doing it chronologically, it would be bride getting ready, groom getting ready, and then they'd, you know, go to the ceremony, meet at the ceremony, and then get married, kiss. But actually, you can be clever and place that at the start, or, or they can meet before the ceremony. If, if you do it carefully. Good. So how would you describe your style? Is it, for example, fly on the wall, documentary, cinematic, or Dan Lee? <laughs> hopefully, hopefully. It's just more about the couple and, 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 and the storytelling of, of their day. I think it's, I don't know, just like modern romantic, really. I think I try and pack in the emotion of that couple and of the day into a unique story from their wedding day. And I guess that's why the time is, is displaced around, you know. But I use audio from, from the couple. So, you know, from their speeches, from the ceremony, from their vows. So the more audio that I can capture from them, 
and their family members, the, the better I think it, it lifts the film and tells the story of, of them as a couple. And makes it more personal. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, definitely. Can you do any special effects or slow motion? Uh, I'd love to do special effects, but I think I'd leave that to uh, <laughs> the realms of Hollywood. Um, okay. I think the most that... Uh, but, but regarding slow motion, yes. I, I shoot certain sections in slow motion. So uh, an obvious bit would be uh, the confetti. You know, um, it's, it's too good a moment just to shoot at normal speed. So I'd shoot things at 100 frames a second or 120 frames a second, and then you can slow that down. So it, it freezes, you know, you can see all the detail and, and all the bits of what people's faces are doing and where the confetti's going in their mouths or noses and stuff. It's, it's great. Yeah. <laughs> but, Sound good. Um, but um, during the rest of the day, I, I do, I think there's specific moments that work in slow motion. So I, I, I shoot some bits in, in slow motion, but just to give you the option. So you can, sh- you, you can then, sorry, play it back at normal speed or you can slow it down. So I feel that moments in the bridal preps, uh, things like that, offer moments that, that can seem quite magical if you slow them. And I think definitely during the couple shoot, it gives you good options to slow down their moments because some of it can be quite weird if you play it in real time. You know, like when couples just kiss or, or look, it looks quite ordinary or if you, if you know what I mean, or quite awkward. But actually when you slow it down, it can suddenly lift it and make it feel quite magical, especially walking, you know. Every, you know. Mm, yes. Pulp Fiction, you know. <laughs> I think you mentioned a few times earlier, how long is your fi- finished product? Sure. So um, recently, or well, in the last year, I think I've got it, the, the wedding highlights, to about five minutes. And I guess it's varied over the, the, the you know, the, the years, but I've found that five minutes or less seems to be a tighter, more succinct uh duration for, for, for the wedding highlights, the best bits. And you really just have to select the best bits. So I don't, I only shoot, you know, I only choose to select the best bits that the bride and groom look, you know, everyone is looking their best uh, because, you know, not to have any irking moments because I, I feel that the, the wedding highlights one is the showpiece one that you share with everyone. So it needs to almost be flawless to, to share with, with everyone. And then, the wedding documentary film, I guess, can be anything from 40 minutes to an hour and a half. And the reason why uh, that varies so much is because it has their full-length ceremony and speeches in it. So, I mean, you guys fully know that, you know, registry weddings could be 20 minutes. So if you, if you uh, edit that down nice and tight, it could be, you know, 15 minutes. But if it's a church ceremony and they want the hymns, then it could be, you know, 40 minutes already on that, you know. And then, then if you add the speeches onto that, then you, I guess you can work it out from there, you know. Mm. So. Talking of time, another, another question's just occurred to me. Do you do outtakes? Um, sometimes I have. Sometimes I have. Um, if there's something ridiculous that happened, I would stick it at the end of the film. And then when it ends, then it just pops up. So they wouldn't really realise, you know, I think there was a couple that was dancing with ducks or something, you know, I just yes. chucked that at the end yeah. of it. I'd, I'd like to ask um, this. I have seen weddings that almost seem a video major production, for example, with camera tracks, 
high shot booms. What kit do you use? Sure, yeah. So I use, I, I try and keep my kit as, as light as possible, really, because um, I, I felt in the past that the more kit that you've had, and I used to run around with kind of like, tripods and rigs like uh, sliders to, to, to kind of recreate those movements that you were talking about i think it actually slows you down and you miss more stuff that you shoot and i always look enviously at photographers running around with you know hardly any bags two two cameras on their shoulders and they they are just running around everywhere and i think you need to be as uh, light and mobile as possible to to capture as much as as many moments as possible. So I I I, I use like small mirrorless cameras, and then I I would use a gimbal, one of these handheld gimbals, <laughs> to kind of uh, recreate all of those effects: the slides, dollies, pushers, and everything. Um, you know, to try and keep it light and and mobile. And I think and I think it's and I think it's worked in in keeping, you know, things quick and fast and, and light to, to capture as many moments as possible. Yes. And missless. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. Do, do you have any helpers on the day to, uh, to catch other camera angles or to assist with any kit? No, I think I'm crazy. I, I, I seem to do it all myself, like, and then end up being like a crazy octopus man do, doing it. So, so on, uh, during the ceremony and, and the speeches, I use two, two cameras but um, I will inevitably have to fix one off and then um, set that recording. But I kind of control it with my, with my phone. So, so during ceremonies, I'm sure I've got the odd look where I'm manning one camera and I'm looking at the mobile phone on the other camera. I'm oh, sorry, my hand. And I swear people think I'm checking the football scores or something on a Saturday, but I'm not. I'm basically checking my mobile to make sure that the other camera is in focus and is recording. So, you know, oh, right. it's, it's, it's like massively multitasking. Not everybody enjoys being in front of a camera. How do you manage to get everyone to relax, forget about the camera, and most importantly, still enjoy their day? Yeah, that's a great question, because I think a lot of people do ask, ask that. And um, I think I've just l learned to lurk in the shadows. I mean, for the, for the, for the documentary stuff, I, I just kind of hang back and then I just allow moments to develop and, and, and just capture them as they, as they unfold. When it comes to the couples, yeah, I've definitely had a lot of couples say that they, they're not, you know, really comfortable with, with being shot. And I think to, 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 to fix that, I, I keep it as natural as possible. So for me and, and the films I create, I, I, f I feel it's really important to get a lot of good footage of the couple together. I mean, after all, it's their wedding and they are looking the best, you know, they have for, for this day. So I, I think it's really important to make sure that you have plenty of, of footage of them. So it's not necessarily about posing the couple, you know, like ridiculously fashion poses. I think, I think the couple are, are the most natural if you just let them be who they are. But it, but it is about making sure that you put them in good light, good, good kind of environment, you know, and that looks great and then it makes shooting them much easier and then you can give them little directions about why don't you try this or look, look, look at each other in a certain way and tell each other something you know so you're capturing semi you know genuine moments between themselves okay you say semi genuine moments do you have to do some element of stage management to achieve that 
I think so. Sometimes, yeah, absolutely. I mean, it's it, it's 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 like anything you see on TV. You know, if 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 you know they're looking at each other or or, or he's blocking her face, then you will have to step in just to say do exactly the same. But maybe you know she would cheat, or that's what they say in the business, or face face camera a little bit more. You know, it, but 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 keep it as as natural and 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 kind of comfortable as, as possible yeah and I, I think I think shooting the couple the main thing is to have a laugh and then I think all the all the all the moments come from that really so you'd go around with them as you know as Jeff and, and Sarah would would know absolutely and then and then just have a have a good time have a laugh with them and I think the couple are always happy because it's a moment where they manage to get a breather from their actual wedding and it's probably the first time that they could have a chat and 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 catch up with, with each other about how the day has gone. So, you know, they're, they're on a high. So you're, you're essentially just capturing, you know, their happiness at that moment. Now, in my lifetime, we have gone from Betamax through VHS, Blu-ray, even 8mm film. What format does your finished product take and how will it stand the test of time? My finished formats are uh, digital, so I give them a, um, their final films on a USB or uploaded to the cloud if they'd prefer that. But they also uh, get the option of having their films on a on a disc, like a DVD or a Blu-ray. So I guess I guess couples in England still like to have that physical memento of it of of a of a disc that they can put into their DVD players or, or give off to their parents or, so, or something. I guess they're more likely to still have a DVD player or something like that. And it's a, it's a lovely, you know, memento of the day that they can stick in. I guess they don't always use, you know, the phones or, or put USBs in TVs yet. But they still have digital and the cloud, so it's there. Yeah, absolutely. And then they can take those and, and copy them on and share them however they want. I saw on your website earlier today... You use a phrase, your bespoke film grade. What does that mean? Yes, so the film grade. So I, I think this is one of my favourite parts of the edit. And that, that kind of, that's when the film, I think, comes alive. So there's two things you have to do to, to the film footage. And that's one is colour correct and colour grade. So colour correcting is, is if, you know, you know the... Uh, the footage is looking too orange or too blue or too green. So you need to fix that first of all, before you can put a grade on it. And then a color grade is like, not that you want this specific grade, but you know, the matrix, have you seen the matrix? It's, it's basically like all green. So that's a grade, a specific look. Of course, I'm not going to put a matrix look on a wedding film, you know? So um, I, my, my bespoke grade kind of, I want it to feel uh, kind of, slightly nostalgic and nuanced colours. So you, I kind of specifically create a, a look that will fit that. So not strong, saturated colours. It's kind of nuanced, you know, pleasing greens. I, I think the most important thing is um, skin tones. Hmm. I mean, I think when I first started doing colour grading, I think my colour grades were crazy. You know, people were coming out like lobsters, you know. So... <laughs> I've I've learnt I've learnt to tone it back and and it is I would say the key is to get skin tones right and beautiful. In a nutshell, what would you say is unique 
about you compared to other videographers? What sets you apart? Sure, I think um, I, th I think it's the way that I tell the story of the couple. Uh, my aim is, is, is to tell a really genuine, modern and romantic story of their day. You know, I, I, I think I care, I, you know, I, I care really passionately about creating the best film that I can for the couple. My, my, my goal is basically for, for them, for their reaction when I send the films off to them and, and the reaction I get back. You know, I, I, want, I, I want and need their, you know, kind of their, their praise at the end. So I strive to, to create the best film I can to get that. And I'm not happy until that happens. Now, we both know there is a lot of time pressure on a wedding day. How do you link in with other professionals to make sure the day works? I think you're absolutely right in, in regards to, to timing and, and relationships with other suppliers. What I normally do is I, I would always get in touch with the venue and the photographer um, before and, and, and establish a relationship there and get rapport with, with them prior to the wedding. I, th I think that's really important. I think especially the photographer because uh, myself and the photographer will be the, the only two suppliers that will hang around or be around the couple from start to finish. So I think it's, it's, it's really important that, you know, we have a good working relationship to, to produce the best work together uh, with the couple. I, I think this approach definitely works because I've, I've, I've established and maintained good relationships with photographers uh, through, through, you know, through working with them. So like Jeff and Sarah, I've worked with them and, and we'll be working with them, you know, many more times as well. So I, I just think it's really important that everyone uh, has a good collaborative kind of um, attitude to, to the day. I think it's so important to make the day go as seamless and smooth as possible for the couple. And really not achieve what you need to do at the cost of somebody else not being able to. Yeah, I, I, I think the best weddings and the best footage you, you get will always be when you work well with well together. So, Dan, how do you prepare for a wedding before the big day? So to prepare for a big day, I would always work from the couple's itinerary, you know, almost like, you know, minute by minute. And then I have to put in my own, factor in my own movements on top of that. Because of the sound and because of the video setups, I need to kind of almost leave or set up much earlier than the couple would normally be used to. For example, um, on a ceremony, I know a photographer can literally, you know, they can sit in the car from a bridal prep and enter with the bride for the first time and then just start shooting the ceremony. But for, for myself, I would need to be at, say, the church or the, or the, you know, half an hour before at least because I'd need to set up two cameras, start marking, marking people up and then and laying extra mics everywhere and making sure all the angles are covered. So it, it's one of these things that you have to prep specific parts of the day uh, in order to capture it. Because if I, if I just rocked up and, and started recording a ceremony, then you are going to get no sound, like echoey sound just from the, from the on-camera. And it's going to be shaky because I'm going to be running around panicking, you know. So that, that moment is, is a very key one that, 
that has to be prepared for, as is the speeches as well. Because I think you have to liaise with the, the venue to know where the mics are. Can you plug into this system, you know, to, to get a good sound source? Or do you need to mic everyone up individually? I mean, I, I have about five mics on a day. Um, so you need to be flexible to, to work with these different situations. How far in advance should people book you? As soon as you get engaged. <laughs> <laughs> I, mean, I mean, I think the demand of the videographers has, has increased um, these days. And I think absolutely just like photographers, if you have a favourite videographer or photographer that you're looking at, I think you need to try and get them booked down ASAP because I think as, as the years have gone th- uh, through the business, um, I think like this year, you know, I've had, you know, couples inquire like on the same, like on certain dates, like three or four on the same date. So, I, I mean, I hate turning anyone down. So it, it's a case of, I think you just need to get in there as soon as possible and, and, and book. Speaking of timelines, how long after the wedding is it that couples can expect to see their video? I aim to get their finished films in about four to six weeks. Uh, I, that's my aim because I feel you, you know, you, you want to, you want to try and deliver it while they're still high on it and not, and it not so far down the line that they've kind of forgotten it about their own wedding, you know, distant memory. Before we come to a close, are there any really top tips that you can give anyone thinking of using a videographer? Yeah, absolutely. I, I think, I think do your research um, see, see what kind of film that you want from it. I think, uh, what, what, what end product do you want? You know, with, is it just highlights? Is it a documentary? Is it, um, is it, you know, just the ceremony? Um, work, work, work out what the couple wants from the wedding. I mean, I offer, I, I aim to give the couple like complete coverage of the day and, and I give them everything. So I don't, there's, so once I've had the footage, I, I don't hold back from it, you know, so they, they get the highlights and a full documentary, every, everything that they need to view back their day. Uh, I, I think another element that's really important is, is the personality of, of, of the videographer. Because as, as mentioned before, the photographer and the videographer, we will be around you all day. So hopefully, you know, yeah, we're not going to annoy you. No, we're going to have a good time. We'll support you through the day, you know. So I think... Um, I think personality is, is really important to the, to the couple and know that, you know, you can get along with them. And I'm, I'm very easygoing. You know, I, I, I love having fun. I love weddings on your day as well. So it's, it's for me, they're just amazing days. I have been speaking to our own videography expert, Dan Lee. Thank you, Dan, for chatting to me today and sharing with us some great ideas from the fascinating world of wedding filming. I feel that I have learned a lot today, but if anyone has any more questions or would like more information from you, how do they contact you? They can email me on info at the Capture Picture Company or you can message me directly through Instagram at the Captured Picture Company. Um, yeah, or, or get hold of me on my, my mobile phone on, on my website. 
I am Peter Thompson, professional Toastmaster, and this podcast has been recorded once again by our good friend Tim Cullen, the superb DJ from Mint DJ Services. We are all from My Wedding Professionals, and collectively we can be found at www.myweddingprofessionals.co.uk on Instagram and on Facebook at My Wedding Professionals. I hope you have enjoyed listening and we look forward to having you with us again shortly.